Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. Right, hello, everyone, and welcome to a monumental episode of Glee, aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. And my name is Quinn Fabrodsky. That's beautiful, Ian. I also love that you you kept your hands up in clapping position. Uh, knowing that from our clap sync, we would go straight into our intro, and I feel like that was just a really economical use of your time and limb movement. Thank you. Um, we've been doing this for a while, so I feel like I have honed in on certain efficiencies, um, and others I'm still figuring out. But, you know, we still have, I guess, a half a season and then season six which to is figure about those half out. Se- which is also about half a season, so yeah. So about a full, so we've got like, about a full composite season. We've got about 24 episodes for you to really, for us to get down all of our systems before we can then call it quits. Exactly. Um, and speaking of monumental episodes, um, we are here today to discuss... Speaking of calling it quits. Yes. <laughs> Lol. Um... <laughs> Season 5, episode 12, it's just called 100. 100! This originally aired March 18th, 2014. Hmm. All right. And so we open on um, the the OG New Directions. Yes. Um, specifically, Rachel and Mercedes. Yes. Being a little pissy that they didn't get Some the star treatment divas. upon returning. Yep. Yeah. Um. And they're like, you get this duel. Who cares if she writes for Sony? Who cares if she's on Broadway now? Um, I'm like, girls, why are we beefing? Why are we beefing? It's not like you ran into each other before. No, there's been no prior like knowledge that these these ladies would have any. They're not even like. Yeah. I guess it's just like who's more famous, but they're like, would be both up and coming in two totally different fields, like. These these girlies are not going to intersect in their markets. Right. There's no there's no cross section here. And it's like the for the first time in this episode I'll say hmm. who cares. Glee 100 who cares. Who cares? This is an episode full of like nostalgia sort of because none of it's that old so how nostalgic can it be? There's a couple moments where I'm like ah you got me but most of it I'm just like wow. Mm-hmm. You got to 100 episodes, and it shows. That, yeah, 100% that. Um, someone count the number of times we say 100. Um, but also, Kurt is there. Kurt is um, there. As is my wife, Quinn Fabray. My, my, so, um, first, Mercedes makes a uh, Rosa Parks joke, which is always oh, fun Oh, I totally peaceful. missed that. Oh, they were, like, fighting to sit in the middle chair. And Rachel gets it, and then Mercedes is like, hello, Rachel, blah, blah, blah. I guess I will go take my seat in the back of the bus. And you're like, okay. Um, okay. But then after that, my note is just, oh, well, first, Will is like, we've done a hundred <laughs> lessons. lessons. And I'm like, lessons. Mm. Sure, sure, Jan. And then <laughs> my note is just in all caps with the 800 ends. Quinn! Yes. She's here. Whatever was going on between Dan Agron and Ryan Murphy was settled enough for this. It was just... Put on ice for a day. She's like, oh, I won't man. come back for anything else, but I will come back to celebrate to get my check for having done 100 episodes of this. I do see, and this is why I 
could definitely see her just like not being available for yeah, the yeah. Finn death right episode um and like that being less of a beef and more of a and like, i suspect i, I would if is, i could is that she was just right. a working actress who was working and so yeah because like literally like they got like everyone's Everyone. here like then you pan across and you're like oh my god there's quinn there's britney army puck is here britney mike uh, santana mike here. fucking chang Mwah, chef's uh, kiss to mike chang my favorite part of this episode same like didn't even talk really now. and i'm just like love to talked. see him and honestly true to the character of mike chang fair valid and like on that note i realized it maybe halfway through that i'm like mike chang harry shim jr gave us everything. everything he gave us everything and what did glee give him in return nothing a couple That's good dance right. numbers a couple good dance numbers one that we like Massive air quotes revisit here, but we don't. Yeah, so um, then they, they kind of explain the conceit of this episode, which is Glee, a show that is all about doing covers of songs, is going to do covers of their covers today. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, sing one of our old songs and retool it. And I do appreciate, like, this this whole show, this whole episode was full of, like, meta-commentary, of course. Um, because, like, immediately afterwards, there's something that Santana says about, just wait till you see him rapping. Yep, yep. We got a special guest here, and it is indeed April Rose. Surprise, surprise. Okay, yeah. Chenoweth came back today. Um, I do appreciate that Tina calls back. She taught me how to smuggle meat in my vagina. Beautiful. And, like, she says it to, I think, like, Marley, who looks... Yeah. Who also, like, none of the new kids speak in this episode again. They have a couple right. uh, facial acting, and this is one of, like, her telling this to Marley, who looks appropriately confused. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. This isn't Correct. about you. You're right, guys. It's not about you, but thank mm-hmm. you for being here. Right. They don't even uh, give Kitty. They don't even give Kitty like a throwaway uh, quippy line to this episode. No, but kind of tying a bunch of things together. Kitty is doing in this episode what Quinn had done like in the first few seasons, yes. which is just like sitting there and reacting honestly and like eating every moment of that. Truly, which is what she does best. I loved it. Loved it. Um. So, fun fact, uh, April Rhodes owns an island now. Yep. Kristen Chenoweth definitely got more Southern yeah. in this episode. Yeah. And I know she's from Oklahoma, IRL. But April but Rose was not Southern. April Rhodes fully, like, changed her regionalism. Yep. And I I like that she was like, uh, thank you for that wonderful lesson, female empowerment. Yes. Um, and so then we pop the cork in order to sing our first song. She's like... Which She's like, we're going to do the best song that New Direction's ever did, uh, Raise Your Glass. And then Blaine is like, Blaine. the Warblers did that song. Because at first I was like, how the hell would Kristen Chenoweth know that they did this song unless she watched right. a boot of the regionals episode or whatever? And she's like, right. oh, but yeah, I was like, are they going to, is this a mistake? Or are they going to make a joke of it? And then Blaine was like, the Warblers did that song. So, and she's like, that must be why I don't hate it. And I'm like, ouch, shade. Um, and then, oh, and then goodness. they do in fact sing Raise Your Glass with Kristen Chenoweth and, uh, Will on, on lead, I would say. Yes. What are your thoughts and feelings? Why this? I was, yeah, I would call this, um, I would call this cringe, frankly. Yeah. To the point where yeah. I watched it and I almost paused the episode and sent with, and like unclear if you had watched it yet, was about to just send a YouTube link of this to you and Jenna and be like. Please, please suffer with me. 
I'm oh, having man. a bad time. <laughs> so my notes in this order are, why this? Yeah. It's fine. I forgot about Jacob. Yeah. Why did she pull out a flask? It's giving high school musical. It's like the worst kind of high school musical, I think. Yes. This yes. song was and pretty I, good. I know you like high school musical. I do. This song was pretty good when the Warblers did it, and I think this is a bad version of it. I think they made it worse. Mostly because it's, like, uncomfy to watch two grown adults sing this with a lot of children. Yes. And maybe it's supposed to be uncomfy, but if it is, they've nailed it. I don't like it. Nah, same. Um, hey, I have a question if we can, uh, progress. Please. Uh, when did anybody call Puck the saw? No one ever did. Thank you. He sawed through high school and women. Okay. Oh. Like a magician. Weird. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And now he's, but now he's in the Air Force, and he's cool. Yeah. Um, and, and the past wants, is behind him. Except for, much like Quinn. everyone, wants Quinn for Bray. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, so, enter Biff McIntosh. Yes. You know, of the apple. Yes, but not, not the computer, the actual not apple. Not the computer, the, the fruit. Um, it's uh, Nate from Gossip Girl. Okay. I believe I've his... never seen Gossip Girl. That tracks. Why would you have? Um, I believe his name is Ch- yeah Chase Crawford, of Gossip Girl that fame. That guy, I know him from the one season of The Boys that I watched. Ah, well, it's it's him. He was he played a similar character in Gossip Girl, to be quite honest, which is probably why okay. they got him. They're like, you play a a rich a douche. Well, he's not he's not the biggest douche in Gossip Girl because that's Chuck Bass. Okay, Nate. Okay. I learned something today. Here's the thing about the most iconic thing about Nate from Gossip Girl is that I believe Gossip Girl Corner. I believe it's canonical that Nate has had the same password for everything since third grade and it's just the word soccer. <laughs> and that's the kind of person I like to think of him as in real life too. Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah, totally. Like is it even hacking into someone's device if they made their password soccer in third grade and never bothered to change it? No, that's ethical. Um. Awesome. Anyway, no, I love this for all of us, I guess. And his name is Biff in this. So his name is Biff. Here he is. Welcome, Nate from Gossip yeah. Girl. And apparently, Quinn never told him about. Yeah, she's him. She's leaving her past in the past. Yes. Not really wanting to rehash who she was in high school to this rich guy. Right. She's in Yale now. She's in Yale now, and Brittany's actually a genius. Remember that? Yeah, she's in. She's in MIT doing big math doing big math they gave her a math problem for the life of me i could not recite it because and that's on purpose yeah that's but her response to it which is her just like making thinking faces for three seconds Mm -hmm. and then going six i don't know six and that was correct yeah funniest part of the episode i cackled i love so good i love genius britney Love genius. Also, her style unmatched. Um, Oh yeah, win all around. We missed Brittany, much like we missed Mike Chang. Brittany also really breathed some life back into the show. Yeah, because they found a way to still make it classic Brittany. Mm -hmm. Like they did well by their classic characters, even if that means Mike Chang got shit to do. Exactly. I mean, they know they're writing what they really know. They tried to do more, and it didn't work clearly. Right. Um. See season four. So. Santana's like, you can't be doing math. You're you're too creative for math, which I feel like we'll get to. We'll talk about this a little bit more later. Um, yeah. But she's like, no, math is all I'm good at now. And so then she's like, what if... And also, like, they talk about how they were dating. 
And then Santana says, like, well, what if we get this threesome back together? And I was like, what? And then she's like, oh, what? for dancing. And I was like, oh, okay. Just for dancing. Right. Just for dancing. Um, and they do a cover of Toxic. Her, Santana, and uh, Quinn. Indeed they do. <laughs> Ian is looking respectfully. This 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 was a treat for me. Mm-hmm. This was this was This is a, a little present for, for Ian for sticking out li- through five and a half <laughs> seasons of this show. They knew. They knew that I would need a reward. And boy howdy did I get that in this it's cell like, block tango exactly. sexy ass number. It's cut of between toxic. them in their original Cheerios uniforms, although all with like great hair. Um, all with great hair, yeah. They're not all ponytailed. Their hair is like a little more styled, and intercut with like yeah, cell block tango, sexy underwear dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's way better than the it's ri- great. this. Is it better than the original Toxic? Because it's not being sung by Will Schuster. It's being sung by three hot with girls with the kids. Yeah. Yes. If only all the songs in this episode were just like like were this. Like this. Yeah. I mean, the ratings probably would have been much more high. Um. And what's Indeed. important to note. Is that uh, Biff is texting instead of watching his hot girlfriend. Yes. Uh, what a sin. Um, great arrangement for them and mm-hmm. specifically for Quinn. This was a great song for Diana Agron. Yes. Um, great arrangements, great harmonies. Um, I don't know who calls uh, her boyfriend Preppy McDimplebutt, but I did write I that down. I believe that is April. <laughs> yes. If there's anything particularly out of pocket, it's probably Kristen Chenoweth saying it. Yes, yes, that is true for this episode. Um, yeah, Puck calls him out for texting. Quinn defends him. Um, he's really Santana's just, he's like just so busy. Yeah, he's so busy, being rich and owning fruit. And Santana's like, "You were amazing." And Brittany's like, "No, I wasn't. I was one sixteenth of a second out of step. I got to refocus on fondue for two. Yes, she's back. She's that's the only thing she can do is. Do math and run a successful web series. So here's Fondue for Two. Yeah. Featuring Rachel and Mercedes. And it was on hiatus because it turns out she's a genius. Very yeah. funny. Um, I love, like, this was another meta moment where uh, Brittany was like, so isn't it true that you're at school full-time, at work full-time, on Broadway full-time, um... Isn't it irresponsible to be out of New York City for a week just because the Glee Club is closing? Yes, which is funny. Although I will say, until they had said full-time, 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 I never assumed that Rachel worked at the diner full-time. I didn't either. Nor did I assume that she was going to school. Like, I assume there's, it's with it being a performing arts school that's made up that you can have some sort of deal where, like, if you get a contract, you're down, like, you're, you're taking a lesser class load or something like well if i understand correctly at amda the class structure is designed or at least it was back mm-hmm. in the day where classes were afternoon evening mm-hmm. so you could do auditions during the day and a lot of rehearsal schedules at that magnitude are like daytime hours yeah. basically so it would make sense to me if we had to actually break down Rachel Berry's schedule that she wakes up, goes to Broadway, then goes to class, and then yeah. like on the weekends when she's not at Broadway, she's working. She's a couple at, shows diner. at the diner. Yeah, like yeah, like Glee created a problem for itself to make that joke um, because it's whatever. 
Um, right. But then it goes we, on. We spend too much time yeah. on it as it is. I was just yeah. like, show that's lazy. And then they're like, yeah. Brittany was like, I don't even think you live in New York. And Rachel's like, we went there together. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Like, have you ever yeah. been? Yeah. Um, Mercedes, is it true you're a good dancer, but you hit it so that you could just park and bark? Hilarious. Hilarious. Also, um, are your cats making out? And then Brittany's just like, and they were. Yes. Yes. So, but guess what? It's time uh, for that, that's the reveal. The end of fondue for two. The only way to settle this is, of course, a sing off, a diva, a diva off. off, a diva off, repeat of the diva off. Fine, and of course, it's and of course, it's defying gravity. That's the only song they're allowed to sing, the only song they're allowed to sing, uh, which Rachel was going to sing with Kurt, yes, they, but they were going to switch Remember. parts, yeah, yes. Uh, cuts a Quinn and Biff at breadsticks. Some casual classism here with uh, yep. poor people are less attractive. Yeah. Um, but still calls over Mike and okay, Ari it's the, and Santana. It's the weirdest group because it does not imply that they were meeting anyone there. It's that they saw that Biff right. saw a group of her friends coming to Breadsticks independently and invited him to join. Which is the group was Santana, Mike, Puck, and Artie. Which is the weirdest four people to be independently hanging out to go to dinner at Breadsticks. I don't buy it. Nope. I don't buy it. Um, I do love that they were like, hey, describe Quinn. And I think, it was it Puck or Santana that was like, yeah, one time she had like a punk face and dyed her hair pink and lit a piano on fire. Yes. Yeah. Love that. God bless that. And that Quinn phase. is like, Quinn LOL. It. Yeah, no, I'm trying They're to be. They're messing with you. Yeah. I'm trying to be cool um, and put together for this guy. Please don't. Right. Uh, they bring up the Ryan Seacrest mm-hmm. tattoo that literally they they said that once in a season three episode and never mentioned it again. But it's still there, apparently. It's still there. And she gets her roommate. She pays her roommate to cover it up. Yep. And uh, yeah, she will tell him about all of her past life stuff, including Eventually. her baby. Yeah, right. When she's right. I mean, she does say that they've been dating for like three months I don't right. know when you are supposed to tell someone that you were a teen mom. Three months seems right in. a little early, but also maybe like we're getting to the cusp. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know when know. the right time to do that is. I don't know. I, right I wasn't in. a teen mom. Yeah. Folks, right in. When's the right time to tell your new your new partner that you were a teen mom? Right. Uh, the April Rhodes Charitable Foundation is responsible for what goes on in the auditorium, so April Rhodes, Rhodes controls what goes on there. This is April Shue and in Sue. Sue's office. Yep. Yeah. Talking about a potential loophole for the Glee Club uh, being and, able to exist some more. And Sue's like, okay, let me run it up the flagpole and yep. let's see what's going on. Fine. And back, and yeah, fine. We then get to the diva off. Where I think Will says the only song we can sing in a diva off is Defying Gravity. So. You're like, yep. 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 Um, and then we get another internal monologue yep. intercut of the two of them, Rachel and Mercedes, saying, look, I know I was a big fish, but I know I got a lot going for me, but also at the same time, I still just want to feel chosen. Yeah. Also, Kurt is in this sing-off as well barely kurt sings literally barely suddenly like they're singing and you're like kurt and then you're like maybe and then right. it's like one other line you're like oh okay hello kurt um also he was given charlie brown in yeah. his t-shirt yes it was full charlie brown zigzag yes and i think my favorite part of this was that april Rhodes was there yes so kristen chenoweth was watching watching three 
yeah college kids sing defying gravity and she makes a joke at the end like this song should be on the broadway be on the broadway which is funny what do you think i mean it's defying gravity kurt was there look look i'm just tired of hearing not adina menzel sing this i'm tired yeah. of hearing this out of the wicked context like adina menzel sings it on an album and this is the version of it and it's great let let let's have let's let wicked I'm, have this one i'm tired of they it can... i didn't love any of their rendition of it i guess like right. good for kurt for being able to sing his high note finally that he like because he spends all this time that he threw that yeah. he like trying to give like being like i botched that on purpose like i can do it and i guess this is his moment of redemption right and uh i guess it's will that's like okay today you're all winners we will vote later. Yeah, like, please, can we stop this? And then we get Britney playing real-life wizard chess. I was going to say. Chess, but Against with people. Siri. Yes, yeah. Kiki, her, her fake oh, Siri. Oh, it was Kiki. Yeah. Right, I forgot about Kiki. Um, And apparently it's a recreation of a famous chess match from the 1970s sure. or 60s. I don't remember when um, that happened. I think that's the basis for Chess the Musical, but someone's going to have to fact check me I mean, on that. there's not a lot of famous chess, so if it's any chess-based property... Like, I feel like half of them are based off of the <laughs> the one, the one chess, chess match. yeah. Yeah, the Cold War era chess match. Um, and Santana enters and is like, this isn't you. You love to dance. Like, let's do a number and remind you. Put a pin in that. Yep. Um, Mercedes and Rachel's campaign for the votes. My note here is who cares. Yes, that was also my note. All right. So we clearly, like... Blah blah blah. They're like shit talking each other, and everyone's like, "Yeah, okay." Um, April and Clayne in the Glee Club. Um, apparently, the one thing this country needs more of is teen marriage. I am shook that Fox, the network, was like, "Yeah, we can have a joke about wedding night sodomy air on our popular Yo. hit show." Glee. Yo, that was bananas. She gives them little flasks. To dull the physical and the metaphorical pain. Hooray. Hooray. Um, anyway. <laughs> Any, truly, anyway. One, it's like they didn't really give Blaine anything to do this episode because it's like so much about like the OG Glee Club, but also they're like, right. but it's Blaine and everyone loves him and he's not like really a new kid, but he's not one of the originals. So they like had to give him a couple couple scraps of scenes right and they were like okay i guess we can fill a minute of april Rhodes talking about sodomy wedding night sodomy love yeah. that for them hooray <laughs> and uh pin re yes. circled back to literally we had to put a pin in it for one minute to t make this weird joke and then we could come back <laughs> yeah to do valerie again so santana like interrupts Oh, we went, like, Puck is about to do something, and Santana's like, no, me. I'm here to, like, <laughs> in the uh, tradition of hijacking glee clubs, I'm here to remind Brittany that she's a creative person and isn't just about, isn't about math. Stop thinking about math. Instead, think about Valerie. Right. Think about Valerie. So let's do Valerie. Yep. And but it wasn't anything like it was OG not. Valerie. It was not. It lacked the power and the energy, I feel like. Yes, it lacked the dancing. Yes, well, because, like, the idea is that Santana's singing, and she gets Brittany to sing with her a little bit, and then Mike comes out and 
does some of the dancing with Santana. Right. And then also Jake starts dancing and does, like, they all, like, kind of start dancing. Right. But the point of the original was both Santana, like, absolutely killing it on vocals and the combination of Mike Chang and Britney, who are, like, the only two who could legitimately do that number. And without them just doing it again, you're like, okay. And a couple notes on this. I, I think it would have been stronger. So, like, I get part of it is, like, the conceit of the choreography looked like they were they were teaching Britney how to dance again. Right. Reminding her which I, that right. she's a dancer. And I think it would have been stronger if maybe if they started out that way, but then through the course of that number, because they do pretty much the full song. They do. Evolve it into what was the competition dance. Yes. And then you get to see the full competition dance and have Jake in there because he's also a killer dancer. Right. I think they d- if we had Jake a little earlier in the series, it would have been really cool to see two kick-ass dancers. Yeah. They use him a lot this episode just to fill in, like, dancing moves. Um, he doesn't cool. talk at all again, but uh, we do see him dance because we right. needed a body to do that. Yeah, which... Cool to see a Mike Chang and a Jacob Puck yes. at the same time. That's that's rad. And after this good number, it wasn't bad by yeah, any no, means. Yeah, no, it was good. Like, it was it was not. It, it was, was good. Not as good as the original. It was so on our right. scale of reduce so far, where Toxic was better, Rachel Glass was worse. This one was better, but not worth watching. It was not better, but it wasn't like noticeably worse. It was just that the first right. one was exceptional, and this one was good. Right. Of the three songs we've seen in the episode so far, it's number two. Yeah, it's mid. It's mid. Um, and it's going to be a little more than mid in just a second yeah. because Will goes, oh, I don't want to follow that act. And I'm like, anybody could. Yes, true. They, they, they didn't do the full thing. Yeah. They didn't do it full out. They marked the whole thing. Um, and so we cut to the auditorium. Right, because Puck is like, I'll go do my shit, but we're going to go move over here. We're right. going to go to a second location. And then sings Keep Holding On at Quinn. Yes, famously the song from Aragon. Let us not forget that that was written <laughs> yes. for the Dragon movie. Uh, they all yes. sit in a circle. Puck sings Keep Holding On at Quinn. And then at some point they all stand on the risers and do their original, like, spinning around choreography from... From season one. Yeah, whenever that happened. Wild to me that they did that original choreography. And not the Valerie one. Well, and that one was easier because Val- it mean, was just standing and swaying yes. and doing a spins. I- and it starts, sure. like, it's kind of nice. It starts by them just in a circle, and then just the OG Glee Club goes up, and then the, the new the new guard join them, you know. Joins them. They know the choreography. Well, again, it's not hard. Um, <laughs> Fair. You're right. And then they sing, and they sing, and then, like, Quinn's like, oh, my God, I'm and crying Quinn, now. It, it hits her, like, a shit ton of bricks. Yes, but she's crying. She's like, I loved that song, and I forgot about it, and soon we'll forget about all of this. And Puck's like... No. no, not if we stay to keep holding on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is when it it kind of hit me, right? That there's a way to read this episode that the moral of the story is don't change from who you were in high school. <laughs> oh, God, you're so right. Because I think the message I wanted it to be was like, don't forget yourself, like stay true to yourself. But what I sure. saw it as like, don't evolve. Stay with your high school. <laughs> stay with your high school sweetheart. Like, um, the other man in the just relationship. because you decide you learned that you were a math genius. Forget all that and stay to be the dumb blonde you were who was good at dancing. Like, 
you might want to move on from your past to date this guy from Yale, but don't do that. Instead, but don't do that. Remain who you were in high school. Don't never change. Which, Which is, is hilarious, like, considering that Quinn was three different people yeah, in three right? different seasons. I mean, I know people write never change in your books, but I don't think they mean it. <laughs> uh, a plus joke there. Yeah. That was great. Um. So yeah, and this is when I was like, this episode maybe is bad, actually. Don't blame you. I mean, it's not. It's fine. It's no. Uh, the last episode we no, watched that episode or whatever. Was great. I didn't cry once during this episode. So. <laughs> and that's how you know. That's, that's how I know the marker. Um. We're back in yeah. the auditorium. At what point... No, I mean the choir room. At what point... Mer- I, we might have skipped it, and it did make me laugh. Mercedes is trying to convince them that Rachel's like doesn't care about anyone. And she's like, you don't even know the names of these new kids. <laughs> and Rachel's like, of that course I Santana. do. Um, I thought Mercedes said that to Rachel. Regardless. No, it was Santana because I remember... Because I feel like she said that speech yeah. in an earlier season... Or like a like a, an iteration of that speech well, in an earlier season. But she's like, "Well, what's the name of that one?" And she points to Ryder, and Rachel just goes, "Rick." <laughs> Which, Chef's like, kiss. to be fair, it's not her job to know who those kids are, right? So she, she doesn't go to school. She doesn't go with to them. school then. But yes, we get a Santana going off on Rachel Rand, yes. calling her a bad person. And I assume she's doing this just so the show is like feel bad for Rachel again like right yeah because she does bring up the fact that quinn and she stuffed the Mm -hmm. prom queen ballot box yep a plot point i completely forgot about yeah it had happened she didn't she didn't win prom queen on her own yeah like santana's just being a bitch so rachel can run off and cry and we as the audience are supposed to like forget that rachel is mean but also Rachel is just a complete bitch right back. Yes. Because even though like we're probably designed to feel bad for her. Yeah. Before she runs off and cries, she just goes, "You're the lonely un or you're the lowly understudy. You're jealous. You're an awful person." Yeah. So, I don't feel bad for Rachel, but she goes and cries in the bathroom and then Mercedes comes right. in and makes her feel better. Right. And it's I mean, it, it's sweet in its way, but... It felt it, really manufactured. Yes. Because Mercedes is like, oh, well, Rachel is like, you don't know what it's like living with her. Every single day is like being back in high school because she's mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mercedes has her own version of that where anytime an agent or a producer says she's not good enough, it's like Santana, Puck, or Quinn, or Rachel are saying it. And they get this moment of Rachel being like, I... I it makes me sad to for you to think that I would be one of your tormentors. And it, ultimately, like, it's not really that. It's because Mercedes knows how talented she yep. is. and yep. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, like, they didn't... We didn't get so much airtime of Rachel and Mercedes no. being... Not... No, we... Allies. We only got episodes where they're, like they're feuding about being the bigger diva and then at the end someone makes a concession and then they go back to basically ignoring each other like either rachel makes a concession like yes mercedes you are the better singer or mercedes makes a concession like no rachel you do deserve this moment and they just do that over and over and over again right Uh, case in point and the concession here is that they like both made space for each other's talent i guess because they tie like the diva off which is nothing they end up tying in um so it's nothing yeah it's whatever right 
yeah, they evoke Barbara and Beyonce feeling that way about each other. Yep. And I'm like, do they? Do, do they? Right in. Yeah. Right in. Um, yeah, if those characters had had growth in a mutual relationship and we see the building of trust well, like, and respect. It's just like it made no sense why they came in so hot at each other at the beginning of this episode. Like, right. there was no reason for them to be beefing at the start of this episode, which just like there yeah. was no real reason for them to make, like, it's all manufactured within one 40-minute episode, basically. And that's happened 100%. six times, right? So Yes. It's it's nothing yeah. new. Um, we then get Sue and April and Shu. Yeah. Um, Sue has... Found out everything about April, her whole life story. She, the The money ran out six weeks ago because of all the extravagant... Oh, and well, this is about... So we found out that the money funded for the auditorium ran out because of all of Will's extravagant numbers. Yes. And Rachel can no... Not Rachel. April can no longer fund this because... Uh, she uh she's broke right she's on parole uh her latest quote-unquote john was bernie made yeah, off. so all of her assets um, are frozen she's got nothing uh, right and then will's like really mad about this for some reason will is pissed it's like you lied to me you gave me hope you broke my trust and rachel's like yeah and yeah you're right sure did my bad whoops sorry about that i guess then cut to quinn has come clean yes and Nate from Gossip Girl is not happy about it. He calls no. her a slut bag. Um, Which is, like, it's understandable to feel like someone lied to you in a way. Yes. But one, is three months the right That's time? the thing. Again, I don't right know. Because he's like, what if we had gotten married and then all of a sudden you have this child who's coming looking for money? Which I'm like, that's pretty forward thinking, but I guess not. Yes? true question mark so many question marks i again this is a more complicated nuanced situation i guess and uh so i can yeah i guess he's he's mad but he's also a douchebag and then the other yeah and the other point i was going to make was you you don't call your girlfriend a slut regardless bag. you don't call your girlfriend regardless a slut no and um, then after she gets called a slut bag he she like Grabs him by the nose. Grabs his nose, which I love. And then Puck comes in and just like beats wham, the shit bam, out of him. And yeah. throws him in the dumpster. Throws him in the dumpster, which feels like a little bit of a throwback. It is. It like, is. It's like, oh, remember dumpster throwing? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, Puck's like, you, you're better than this guy. You can be with him, or you can be with your friends in the choir room. Yes. Cut. To which we cut. cut to the choir room for voting. Yep. The other funniest moment of this episode was where they're writing down the names. Uh, they're writing yeah, down who their they, vote. Who they vote for. And April goes, you can use your left hand for anonymity. And Sam goes, but I'm left-handed. And April goes, well, you can just use your foot. And Sam looks like so resigned. Like like he's like thinking, I guess. I guess. I guess I got to use my foot. And then he does. Yeah, of course he does. He follows instructions. He doesn't know any better. Exactly. Um, Jacob is torn because one's black and one's Jewish. Jewish. Yep. A plus. Got, that, I love that one that. got you. All right. That one got me. I yeah. I, I yeah. Sometimes it's um, the simple pleasures. Right. Uh, enter Rachel and Mercedes. They talked it out mm-hmm. and they realized it was completely ridiculous. But 
the vote was split anyway, so. <laughs> right. Literally so, for what? And literally I for wanted what? someone, like, one person, like, oh, well, actually, it turned out everyone voted for Kurt. Like. That's what I was thinking would happen and was hoping would happen. But, no. Right. Um. Anyway, enough about them. Here's Holly Holiday. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow's back here. She comes back in on another buttered floor. She says, uh, like, thanks for buttering the floor for me, April. You know how I like to make an entrance. I was lo- like, okay. Yeah, totally. Sure. Love that. She's here. She has quit substitute teaching because it's tying her down too much. Instead, she just sort of barges into classrooms and starts teaching until the, they call the cops on her. And she calls it pop-up teaching. Um, this is so wild, especially because Gwyneth Paltrow l- was giving us nothing. Nothing. Oh, my God. She did not want to be Gwenny here. could not be bothered. Does not care. Then they cut to her dressed as uh, everyone's William favorite Henry Harrison. William Henry Harrison, who died in office after... In theory, uh, it's, they say it's because he got pneumonia from not wearing a coat during his inauguration. I don't know if that's actually true. He did not accomplish a lot, though, because right. of his pre- he because of his short fast. tenure. Yeah, yeah, man. So Gwyneth Paltrow is like, whatever. I'm here, and they're like, yeah, we're redoing covers of songs that we do covers of, and she's like, no, I'm gonna sing what I want to sing. <laughs> I'm who likes living in the past. I only look for the future, baby. <laughs> and so here's pharrell so here's pharrell's happy a song which i could not care less about uh the first band i was ever in that was the song we covered that's nice it was fun it was great it's a fun song yeah it's from minions so you know there's that um highlight of this song's pharrell life was pharrell singing it at the oscars and then going up to different actresses and them like having to dance along for five seconds each which was like clearly staged because yeah. they all put a hundred percent into it and it was awesome um the performance is very much yes girl give us nothing yes um, yes it's the fine only notice and because i don't really care about the song and it was so full of nothing i did so I, at one point i'm like watching it i'm taking notes and i get like a text so i look down and, and i look back up and it, the only thing on screen is Mike Chang, like, running through the choir room stands, holding a music stand. And I was like, yes. what did I miss that this is how we ended up? Nothing. You missed nothing because Mike Chang, again, this is where I wrote the note, gives us everything. Yes. He's like, I'm going to pick For up what? this prop. I'm going to do a bit. For what? I don't know still. He jumps on the piano at the end. Meanwhile, yeah. Marley tap dances? Sure. Marley fully just breaks out into buffaloes. Or she's Maxi like, I'm not getting forwards. a lot more screen time. So she's like, I guess I'm gonna give you a quick sixteen bars of tap. Yes. For yeah, it was, it was, it was, it happened. It happened. That's where I wrote. What is this episode? Correct. And then it's still not done. It's still not done. We got like ten minutes left, kids. Yeah. We got Puck um, and Quinn in the locker room. Yes, they're they're admiring Finn's retired football jersey. Sure. Um, I guess they like they had to throw in a moment since Quinn wasn't at the like. Quinn has yet to talk about Finn's death, so this is her like. Right. And she's like, "Do you think?" One was like, "Do you think he ever forgave us?" And they're like, "Yeah, you yeah. know, Rachel was his soulmate, so we really we did him a favor." Which I'm like, hmm, "Okay." Um, <laughs> sure. And then it's just like blah 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 relationships because then we yeah. also cut to Santana and Brittany and Santana's like you know you can't be changed down by math 
Don't you love dancing? It's the whole whole same shebang. Right. Um. Brittany kisses Santana. Yep. And bad Huck, idea. Yeah, Santana's like I. Brittany's like, but I just love you so much, and this is when I was happiest was singing and dancing with you. And Santana's, and Santana's like, well, like, I worked my I butt off to get over to you. On. And so this is a bad idea. And that's kind of where that relationship sort of ends yeah whereas puck and quinn puck is like i'm here date me date me me, i know who my soulmate is yeah and just tell me to stay and then he walks away and quinn like runs after him in the hall and they they do a kiss blah 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 relationships blah 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 relationship followed by blah 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 glee club in the auditorium Mm -hmm. literally i didn't even write anything about this because i was like i'll remember I it's think like it emotional. Just, and... It's emotional. It's about like Finn not mm-hmm. being there, and yeah, we all have different parents, but we grew up together. Um, sure. It's for Finn, but it's also for all of us. It's nice. It's and it's just like the OG members, like you yeah, know, we did it's, this. It's a sweet way of tying in like Quinn and Brittany and Mike into yeah the Corey slash Finn commemoration exactly. Um, and of course, Rachel is crying during this, but like it's clearly Leah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Great. Which is like sweet, you know. It's a show they all cared a lot about. Um, yeah. And we cut to like Will's crying, like thank you for doing this. And I was also like, you know, this does particularly suck for Will because all those kids are going to move on, and he's without Glee Club is just going to be a high school history teacher. Right. Like, this is a lot about Will, like, trying to live out his glory days, and this, for him, and now they're effectively over. So, like, right. yeah, that's pretty depressing. Um, but wait! We cut up to the rafters, where uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kristen Chenoweth are drinking wine up there, and yeah. they're just like, we gotta help these kids! And that's We gotta it. save this glee club! And cliffhanger. And tune in next time, I tune guess. Tune in next time. Um... Well, I guess that's the episode. That's the hundredth episode of Glee, and it's like, yes, bitch, give us nothing. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. Not even like besides one better musical performance, there's nothing even really musically to like to write home about. Yeah, it's yeah. Let's it was... you know, good segue. Let's talk about those musical numbers. <laughs> Let's wow. do it. So you have to own one of these, purchase it with your money, listen to it on iTunes. Here's your choices. Yeah. Raise your glass. Toxic. Define gravity. Valerie. Keep holding on and happy. Toxic. Yeah. And here's the thing. Really, uh, you could argue that a lot of its appeal is visual, but I think it's also just a good arrangement of the song. So I would be happy to just listen to it. This is the one song that gave like justice. Yeah. That if they're Especially redoing to another the cover. Original one. Yeah. It's yeah. it's better. It's not like it's does justice to the original and it's better than the original time that they covered it. Right. Therefore. If someone were to say happy, I wouldn't fault them for it. If they were just like listening to it, if they wanted to hear Gwyneth Paltrow sing happy at their Yeah, will. if you really want to listen to Gwyneth Paltrow sing happy, here's your chance. Sure. That's not but not my bag. It's not the correct answer per se. And that's it. That's been a hundred episodes of Glee. They're officially reached that point for like syndication. Yeah. You know, what a milestone. Everyone hopes to get there. And this right? is what they did with it. Get your checks, baby. Yeah, for real. 
Well, meanwhile, pre-editing, we're only like 45 minutes in. This is probably our shortest episode. I can't, which is wild because like you'd think it would be a big deal. And even yeah. on other episodes where we felt like they haven't done anything. We've spent more time on it. But there's just like nothing really happened. Right. And everything that did happen is stuff that's already happened. So like how many times can we talk about a diva off? Exactly. It didn't even have any Burt Hummel in it, so like. Yeah, yeah. Man, there was just—it's a disappoint, kind of a disappointment, honestly. Uh, truly, and if you want to tell us about your <laughs> thoughts on it, you can. Uh, you can communicate with us, uh, engage with us. I think was yeah. the word I was looking for, at Glee Aggressive on uh, Instagram and Threads. Uh, yeah. Gleeaggressive at gmail.com. What should they write in about this week, Karina? What would your 100th number be? Ooh. What's your fight song? What? This is my fight song. Um, yes. Did they do that song? It's uh, a great question. I would love to find out for you right now. <laughs> Have they already done it? We've just both blocked it out. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. No, they've not done it. And okay. never will. Okay. Which is a, kind of a surprise. It does seem like a song they would have done. Right. Um, Another I'm, I'm song I don't like, by the way, but... We definitely got oversaturated with it. Yeah. Um, I'm genuinely thinking, like, what song would I cover of the cover? Yes. Like, what would you redo? Like, I, and, like, all the ones I like, I wouldn't redo because I already just like them. They were all good. So you'd fine. have to redo one that they, that they, uh... But I, all I can think about, like, for some reason is either the the uh, coked up version of Halo that they did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And not even to change it, just, like, to do it. Um, or <laughs> or retool the fix you moment to be running up that hill. That's it. That would have been funny if they're like, I'm going to cover this song and they just do a different song. They're like, I'm actually not covering song. the song. I'm just fixing a moment that needed I'm to fixing happen. I'm fixing a moment. I heard about something, Will, and um, I'm here wrong. to change it. I'm here. I'm actually going to bring Emma in right now, even though she will not participate in the show anymore, and sing a different song to her. And sing some Kate Bush in her face. Please. Um, where can people find you outside of this podcast? You can find me on both Blue Sky and TikTok under the same handle, which is Epic Adventure of. I will say you probably won't find a lot there right now, but technically you can find me. There's a backlog-ish, sort of. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at iBroski on pretty much every social media at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Hooray. Well, Blu-ray. Yeah, we can find you on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> I said hooray, but Blu-ray, too. Yeah, technically, yeah. yes. Yes, you can. Well, you know, folks, thanks for joining us. But, you know, really, this is sort of a cliffhanger episode, so this is sort of a cliffhanger of a podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue this plot line and our feelings next week when we discuss. <coughs> <coughs> it got me. I'm so sorry, but that was so funny. I could feel it. I was like, maybe I can get to the end of the sentence, and I could not. I caught myself. Anyway, oh no. are you okay? You for yes, I'm fine. Thank you for joining us for this episode. You can join us to continue this plot line next week. We discussed season five, episode 13. It's just called New Directions. Okay. 
when you go to the Wikipedia page for it, it's like this plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. So that's funny for me. Um, I thought you were going to say not to be confused with New Directions, the group from Glee. Yeah, it's not. It's not that. If you want to learn about them, that's probably a different Wikipedia page. That's this article. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Ian, uh, did this 100th episode of Glee, I have to know, make you want to watch that next one? No. Honestly, I can't imagine if anyone, like, people who tuned in to be like, oh, I'd love to see what they're doing after. Like, I, I fell off. This is a big episode. And they come in for this. And I'd be like, no, I'm good, actually. And it sucks because the last few, like, the last handful were actually good. They were on a rise and then they just really shat themselves, huh? <sighs> Indeed. Indeed. Glee! Aggressive! Glee! Glee! Aggressive! Glee! Aggressive! Glee! Glee! Aggressive! Glee, glee, aggressive. <laughs>